Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? It's, uh, what is it, 12-24 on a Saturday night. Uh, you know, I think this is just a good time to upload. You know, I got some fresh stuff on my mind. Uh, you know, I've been doing good. Working on myself a lot, getting myself back into jogging and everything, and it's felt great. You know, getting that exercise and feeling good outside again. Um, you know, trying to overcome this little wave of depression I got myself in. You know, get trying to ah, trying to get over some of the feelings I've been having. And uh, tonight I want to talk about something that's a little bit more personal. My uh, a lot of my battles with anxiety. And, you know, depression and a lot of, you know, just not feeling good enough. Um, I, I guess my biggest and, you know, my diagnosed problem is... De- yeah, I'm done. Yeah, can't talk. Yeah. You know how that is, but um, I guess my biggest problem is anxiety. Now, I didn't have the best childhood... You know, I, I don't say that, like, you know, I have the worst childhood ever, because there's definitely people I don't envy. You know, I didn't have to come up with bullets going over my head. You know, I had food on the table most nights, all that. You know, I was generally allowed to be a kid. But my dad did have a habit of blaming me for a lot of things. And... You know, I guess it doesn't really help, you know, coming up as a kid with that of having, you know, your entire parents' emotional baggage dropped on you. This way, And this got really bad around, you know, when I was 11, when my mom passed. See, I guess I can pinpoint, you know, the starts of, like, my major anxiety moments to a few moments. For instance, we had planned to go on a cruise in Puerto Rico. When I was, what, 13 at the time? You know, exciting. You know, you plan for that for months. You're excited. You know, this is the first time me going anywhere other than, you know, Mississippi, Iowa, or Wisconsin. So, you know, I'm excited. Like, this is a big moment in my life. You know, we fly down there. Everything's going well. Everything's exciting. Everything's great. You know, I'm so excited. Like, I'm having a great time. And my stepmom at the time forgot a birth certificate. So we just couldn't go on the cruise. My, uh, we could barely afford a hotel down there because, you know, they're a lot more expensive. And my dad took it out on the same way he takes out a lot of things, and that's with alcohol and yelling. And, you know, a lot of the... I think that's a big moment of anxiety because... For three days straight, like, I was in max anxiety mode. Like, I couldn't go anywhere to escape him, you know, and his problems. We were trying to figure out how to eat every night. And just sucked, you know, you look forward to something like that. But I guess I gained some other things from it. You know, I've got to at least experience something, right? Um... There were also a lot of moments where, I mean, I I guess I can't just, like, contribute to him. I think, you know, I've had my other stuff, but there's a lot of moments in my life where I fully consider 
my father gave me a lot of this anxiety. Like, um, I remember my freshman year of high school, you know, I wrote that I was a disappointment and he told me in like, um, Spanish, right? So we're like translating something that your parents would say about you. And I said, I was a disappointment. He agreed with me, you know, like. I, I was already having a bad time because he comes in my room drunk asking why I'm failing Spanish. And he sees that and he just agrees with me and says, yeah, I'm a, you're a disappointment all the time to me. And it's like, wow, that hurt. I mean, I, get, I guess I can talk to, about all the shitty things my father did, but, you know, I don't even think my father's a terrible person. He has a lot of vices and he has a lot of problems, but... That's my father. You know, I care about him. I love him. I want to see him success, be uh, successful. But, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter too much where it came from. My battles of anxiety have been a huge part of my life. Um, it's just been really not great. And it's been terrible because I never really accepted it until, you know, recently that yeah, I do have severe anxiety. I mean, I'm, at least my therapist thinks so. But, you know, like, there's so many moments where I just didn't have, like, that support group I think I needed to instill, you know, that I'll be fine feeling, you know. Like, um, at home, I never felt like I'd be fine. At school, I never felt like I'd be fine. You know, even by myself, I felt like something was wrong. And I just didn't want to, you know, face it. You know, I was scared. I was just a kid. You know, you don't want to fight that. Anxiety is such a scary thing, you know. Because I think we all we, we all have it. Just to varying different degrees. Like, um, I mean, I guess where does anxiety start? Anxiety starts with, like, worrying about something. You know. And it's mostly stuff that you can't control. Like, how, you know, somebody feels about something that you maybe not even did. Or, like, the actions that other people take that you can't control. And, you know, like, it's also in a very primitive part of your brain. So, like, when you, you have these big moments of anxiety, you just, like, my brain just shuts off. And I just panic, and I start freaking out, and, you know, it affects everybody around me, and it pisses people off because, you know, I'm losing my shit, and we're trying to stay calm about a situation, and it just sucks, you know, like, I don't want to do that, you know, I don't want to have, like, a moment where, like, you know, like, um, for instance, once my girlfriend got home, like, like, she usually texts me when she gets home, right? And she didn't for, like, three hours. And I I thought she had honestly gotten into a fucking accident. And I was, like, losing my mind because, you know, it's just something that she always did. And, you know, I started losing my mind. I'm calling her and everything. She's not picking up. And she's like, you know, I was just watching a movie with my family. You know, you don't have to be such an asshole. Like, and, of course, like, you know, that can be attributed to a bit to her where... I did just have, like, a fucking breakdown because I was worried about stuff. 
I already had my own stress in my life, but again, like, that makes situations that are small huge, you know? Like, um, if a girl doesn't talk, like, I mean, it was even so bad, like, my freshman year, if a girl didn't talk to me for, like, two, maybe three, four hours or something, some shit like that, that's such a small amount of time, I would be panicky, you know, I'd be worried that, like, they don't like me anymore, or, like, if my friends would, you know, hang out without me, you know, I'd be like, oh, shit, they don't care about me anymore, they don't like me, oh, my God, you know, this is terrible, and, you know, I'm never gonna be this, like, these people don't care about me, oh, my God, you know, worst part about it is some of those I was right. There's a lot of people I was around who just didn't care. And that sucks. You know, it sucks building those connections and then finding out that somebody just doesn't give a shit about you. And, you know, there's definitely going to be plenty of people in your life that just don't care. But it's okay. Because you can't let that cover up the people who actually do care and who are there every day to support you and love you and care about you. You know, that's whether that's family or friends. You just got to take some time to, you know, going through that and deciding, is this person worth all the suffering they put me through? Because everybody's going to make you suffer. You know, that's regardless, like, if somebody's close to you, they're going to hurt you at some point. And that's okay. You know, a lot of people hurt me around me that I care about, but at the end of the day, they've been there for me 10 times more than they hurt me, and that means they deserve to stay in my life. But, you know, if it's the other way around where somebody's hurting you consistently and it hurts a lot, and they just have a few moments in your life where it feels good, even though how good they feel, they don't deserve to be there. But um, I guess I'm getting off track of... Dealing with anxiety. Like, um, getting through school at times was actually horrifying because I didn't know how people felt about me. Like, I worked so hard for people to like me, you know, to care about me, and they just didn't. Like, um, I started that probably, I would say, freshman year high school, you know, where I was trying to look for people to care about me. And I guess it just never worked out. You know, I thought joining a new school, it could be different and everything. And I thought that I could be a popular kid, you know, that it would be great that everybody would love me and that everything would be great. And it just never really quite worked out. I was never one of those kids, you know. I, I care too much about people to be a popular kid. And it took me a long time to realize that, but... I mean, I guess I kind of... Uh, I guess I kind of was for a bit. But... It never really worked out. Um... For a while, you know, like, I was always out there, like, trying to chase people's approval, you know, like, I was trying to do everything to be cool, but, like, I just wasn't cool, you know, like, I, I never was one to, like, shit on people, you know, I never tried to hurt people, or 
I never try to, you know, actively pursue things that make you cool. Like, I, I never was big into drugs. Like, you know, I mean, it's never a thing that really appealed to me. Like, all right, sorry about that. Just took a bit of an intermission. Gotta let my sister in, but, um, I guess where was I at? I guess, um, I guess I should just start with my, uh, high school experience through anxiety. So, um, I guess it was always really hard to interact with people for, you know, my first part of high school. I was always so worried about what they thought or, you know, if they're going to hurt me because of it, right? You know, like, I felt that every second I talked to somebody, like, there would be so many times where, like, I would just freeze up around people because I got so worried about them. And, you know, it never really showed, I think, just... Not to a lot of people, because most of the time I just would put my mind on autopilot and just say so much stupid shit. But, it's okay, you know, I, I tried. Like, uh, I would, you know, act out a lot in class. But I would always do my work, but act out a lot of class, because, you know, I wasn't going through it. Um, Every time I'd have a bad grade, uh, I think this is what made it so hard a lot in high school, because if I'd had a bad grade, my dad would just yell at me about it. You know, like, he'd talk to the teacher, and he would tell me that, the, that like, I should be dealing with it, you know, like, he shouldn't have to be responsible for me being an idiot, shit like that, you know, and that really just sucked life out of me. Yeah, it took all the fun out of school real quickly, you know. And I mean, I don't even think he means to be the way he is. I mean, so self-centered, and it's always about him, you know. And that's like the effect you can have on people if you only really value yourself, you only take care of yourself. You can hurt so many people around you, and that's just the bad reality of it, you know, it's so easy, that if you're not conscious about who you are, you know, conscious about what's going on in your mind, you can hurt hundreds, you know, I said hundreds a lot, but you can hurt a lot of people. But... I have all that, and that always took it out of it. So then, like, life, I mean, not life, but school, by extension, just became, like, the I can't fail or else, you know, this and that will happen. And, you know, I went through a lot of that where it's like, you know, I, I can't do this or that just because everything fucking sucks and everything hurts. And it, it's terrible. Um... You know, I battled a lot with that through my freshman year. I I just, you know, at that point started dabbling in girls. As in, like, I mean, I had a girlfriend in eighth grade, but, like, for 
two weeks. I, I don't know. Not a real girlfriend, you know. Because, I mean, there was a big chunk of, like, you know, middle school and eighth grade, especially where I thought I was gay. And that wasn't for any reason of I thought, you know, I liked boys or anything. Or, you know, I had those thoughts. Because I explored that. It was from the fact that I was told that, you know, I do gay things by a lot of toxic masculine figures in my life because, you know, I actually really cared about people and I valued a lot of different things. And, you know, I'm I'm glad I explored that half of myself and seen that, you know, in fact, I'm not gay, which I think I would be okay. Well, I know for a fact I'd be okay with myself if I was gay, you know, like I'd be stronger from it. But I know I'm not. And the fact that I got that idea because I wasn't, you know, a man per se in a lot of people's, like, my father's or my family's eyes. It's just hard, you know. But I am glad I explored that. Um, but yeah, again, freshman year, I just started, you know, the talking to girls and everything, and that was going well, but I was reaching for way too much out of freshman girls, like, I I can't, like, get, you know, what, 15 years of love that I didn't get in my life out of a fi- another 15-year-old, you know, but... Again, like, you know, that's what high, you know, starting relationships is for, you know, you, you gotta fail a lot at this. I gave girls a lot more than they needed, and I got almost nothing back. Learning experiences. Um, I guess sophomore year was a really big year for me. Um, a lot of things changed mentally. Um... In the middle of sophomore year, I actually left my father's house for, you know, the first time where it was actually, like, a permanent thing, you know? Like, I, my dad kicked me out and, you know, put me out for three, four days at a time. And I would just come back. Or, you know, I'd leave for three or four days at a time and I'd come back. Been doing that since, you know, I was 14, 13, right? This time, it was different. We got in an argument about something, and he he beat the shit out of me. Like, I mean, bad. Um, and it was terrible, you know? It didn't... It was one of the worst experiences I've ever been through. Like, um, he was getting in an argument with his wife at the time, and, you know, he was drinking real bad, and... He comes into my room, and he gets on top of me and tells me that I'm, you know, it's my fault for X, X, and X, and he's beating on me, and I'm I'm crying, and he's been stopping me, so that, you know, I'm a disappointment to him, you know, everything, and that I'll never be anything, and I'm just bawling my eyes out, right? You know, like... I mean, I don't even think there was any tears, but, you know, you you're, you know when you're crying, there's no tears. I mean, I, there was a good chunk of my life where I wasn't able to actually cry, you know? 
But, you know, I was hurt. I was crying and I was laying there. And I, that night I jumped out of my window and I went to my uh, brother's house to lay. And from there, I went back to his house maybe, what, two days later? And then I left when he was using when I left when he was using the bathroom with all my stuff, and I moved in with my older sister for eight months. And I learned a lot about myself. Like for the first time in my life, I knew that there was something different out there. It wasn't the greatest, you know. Like I, there was obviously the problems there, but it just it wasn't the same, you know. It actually felt like I could be myself. I mean, to an extent. Like, you know, I, I had money in my pocket for the first time because I finally started getting my mom's check and my dad wasn't just spending it. And, you know, I had a little bit of money. And I, I still had anxiety. If anything, it was worse. I, uh... Oh no! Just like went off the rails. It's a completely different person. Like I would, you know, have these bursts at people that are were my friends and everything. You know, I would get upset with so many people. I would get into arguments with people all the time, and it wasn't me. You know, it was just like me wanting to feel something, right? But. Now, I've since made peace with a lot of those people. Um, now I talked with them and made everything a little bit, a little bit better, and they've understood what I was going through. But you know, we're not friends. You do something like that, and you're not friends with people anymore. You know. So for in that summer, you know, I started hanging out with this one guy. We'd always go fishing and everything. It was nice, you know, like. Fishing is something that I understand. It's simple. You know, you get out there, get a couple bass or whatever. And it was great. You know, I miss, I miss the guy. He's a good one. He was a good friend of mine for a while. Just don't know what happened. But, um... I guess, and the, and we kind of got to get into, like, the summer of my sophomore year where... Uh... Interesting time in my life, you know. Lost my virginity that summer. Um, you know, I, I was with... Had a couple flames, you know, as they go. You know, I was getting a little bit better at, you know, those talking to girls thing. But, you know, still hard. Junior year, I struggled, um... I guess, like, the closest thing I had to a girlfriend was probably this one girl in my grade level that I went on two dates with. Yeah, and that was, uh, interesting. You know, like, I... I it kind of ended badly because I, some of my jackass friends decided to show up at her house on her second date and bring me a condom and ask to go get chicken nuggets. But... You know, it isn't all their fault. I wasn't honest. And I learned from that.
But um, my junior year, like, I started to discover a lot more about myself. Especially that later tail end. But I started, you know, feel out myself. You know, it started to move away from, you know, that sophomore, freshman year, LT, the this and that type of guy, to more of a Lawrence, you know, guy who cares about history and caring about people and building relationships. You know, I left that friend group that I was with that was just the football players. You know, you know, as a football player, just uh, simple values, I guess, is the best way I can put it. You know, Hey guys, so, um, there was, like, a middle section of my video that just, like, I mean, not my video, my podcast, that just didn't really, like, record something happened with this, so I'm just gonna redo it from there. Um, what I believe I was talking about was, like, the football group and, you know, what happened of, so, like, I guess I started leaving, you know, my friends that were just, you know, football players of, I, I inherently it's not bad to be a football player. I think it's taught me a lot, and I think that's why I'm still you know making and you know getting through life because that was my family for a while. But the people I was with were very simple in what they wanted of you know like sex and of girls and I. I Yes, you know, like, they're not really going anywhere, just sports. And, like, inherently, I don't think any of those are bad people. Those are good people I enjoyed, but they didn't really, you know, care about me emotionally, right? And I guess that's what I was looking for out of friends. And I found that in, you know, the group I started hanging out with of, you know... People who I actually could be, you know, emotionally okay with. And, you know, when something happens, they were actually there for me and care for me. You know, they still do. And I guess after that, I kind of hit hard times. Um, you know, my senior year to that point was probably my best year. You know, especially anxiety-wise, you know, I wasn't going through a lot. You know, it was senior year, you know, you don't have to do much. You know, it's easier to talk with people. I feel more comfortable about being myself. And I feel less obligated to be the pe- person that everybody likes, right? Or at least try to be. And it was going well for a while, you know, like... Don't know if I said I got a girlfriend and all that, and it was going great. And then, like, um, my life just started getting hard. Um, things weren't going well with my girlfriend in late November, early December, I was moving out to my dad's house just because we got in an argument and, you know, all that. Uh, I, I believe he did tell that I would be like the disappointment to my mom and like, I, I took that as the last straw, moved out of my dad's, you know, I'm living with my one of my friends and I'm staying at his house it's stressful there you know I'm trying to do my best to make it through I can't even pay attention at school anymore I get kicked out of there out of the blue 
move into another friend's house and now I'm worried I'm scared for everything and I just worried that like this is gonna be the end you know like what the hell is gonna happen to me and you know I leave that and I'm at another friend's house and I'm telling my school and my counselor and my therapist that I need to find a place and I find this place called the paint the uh Port St. Vincent right and you know it's a great place I love the place you know I support them you know power to them for what they're doing they're helping a lot of people off the streets but for an 18 year old kid you know coming out still in high school you know they're not offering a lot in protection wise and I wasn't really even eating there it wasn't great you know, I support them, and thank, I got a lot of thank, you know, I got to be thankful for a lot with them, but scary place, rough time in my life, you know, I just broke up with my girlfriend, uh, then, you know, there's pregnancy and all that, which she didn't end up being pregnant, luckily, I would have been there for my child, though, but... You know, I had all that going on, and I just, I, I think this all did help me just disconnect from school of, like, you know, how important is this going to be? Like, how important are these people around me going to be? And, you know, it turns out that the people I keep around me are pretty important. Um, There was very few people who actually, you know, were, you know, by my side trying to help me through this. And, I mean, it shows. Um, yeah, hold up, I believe that's, like, as far as I got, but, um, we'll see. So, I, I started to trim down my circle. You know, I just washed all that away, all the people that I put a lot of effort into that when I needed them most, just didn't, you know, step up to the plate. And, you know, that's all right. I don't regret being friends with those people, but they just weren't the right type of people, I guess. Um, you know, I'd washed all that away and felt all that out, and I started improving myself. I started losing weight, started working out more, started having a plan for every day. I started reading my goals, like winning the Ironman and being a nurse, and, you know, all that good stuff. And I started, you know, trying to build my circle up again. The people who actually care about me and who will be there for me when I need it and vice versa. And it's been nice, you know, developing that relationship with people that actually care. And I've come to such a new state of thinking on friendship that I wouldn't have been at a two months ago, a year ago, two years ago. I would be nowhere close to this that I don't want everybody to like me. Like it, it sounds like such a crazy thing to say to me, but I don't really want most people to say that, wow, he's such a cool person that I like to be around. I want to be able to be known as like, you know, Lawrence is a really nice guy, but he's a very particular guy, right? Like, and... If that's what I'm known as, that would be great. But, I mean, what who even matters? Like, if I got a group around me of people who actually care, then what the hell does any of it all matter? 
Like, I, I don't want to have to feel anxious around every person I talk to. That's made now my so-called friend. But, you know, it does come with ups and downs, you know. It makes a lot of more things lonely. But I think I've come to grow in my in being alone. You know, I run a lot. And when you're running, you know who the hell else is out there with you but you. You know, I spend a lot of time in my head talking to myself. You know, seeing those moments of greatness of what I'm going to do. And I keep striving for it, and I keep pushing for it. And I keep feeling it out, and I keep going more and more until, you know, I'm done with my jog. And I'm like, wow, you know, I just went through all my pain I was feeling today. Now I'm allowed to, you know, have a great day. You know, be supportive for the people around me. And just be nice. You know, like, I don't have to take out all that pain on everybody else. And I think I'm coming to understand that everybody goes through all these pains, and that's, you know, I can be a little bit nicer to people. Or, you know, be a little bit more accepting of, like, criticism. Because, you know, as a teenager, it's hard to take criticism, right? Like, uh, somebody... Like, your teacher tells you, like, hey, you know, you're not that good at writing. Like, what's your first reaction? You know, fuck you, right? And I think through this, I've come to accept a lot more criticism, even from people who are trying to just hurt me. Like, uh, ex-relationships, or from my father, (laughs) all that good jazz, like... For instance, like, I I would lie a lot just to protect myself. And straight up, my ex called me straight out on that of, like, you know, I lie about everything. And she was right. Or, you know, like, how I was so insecure about everything. You know, my dad would tell me shit like that, and he was right. I was insecure about everything. I guess lying and being insecure go hand in hand. It's just the fact these people called me out on it. And, you know, initially my thoughts were just ignore it, not feel it. You know, like they're terrible people, but even in the worst people, they always have something positive to give you. Like, you know, progressing things. Um, I guess I probably should start wrapping up here. I just want to, you know, get something out about... Anxiety, you know, my little, I guess, uh, journey on that. That, you know, I'm still dealing with it every day. I still wake up and I'm anxious about stuff. But it can be beat, or, I mean, not much less beat understood. Because, like, if you don't fully understand what you're dealing with, it seems ten times more heavy. And you'd have no way to start, you know, removing that weight unless you know what it is. But um, thank you guys for listening, and have a wonderful night. It is one, it is one eleven in the morning, and I got work at eleven, so I'm gonna get some rest. Good night, guys. Thanks for listening.